When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Game Week 8 question and answer. I am joined by the birthday girl. It's Sam. How are you, Sam? Yeah, I'm right, thank you. Feels like I've not seen you in ages. As. I know it wasn't like we met up last night at the Football Content <laughs> Awards. Uh, everyone's thinking that I'm going to be really hungover. I'm, I'm actually not. I'm not too hungover. I, I've got this cold though that's finally hit me. I was a bit sniffly on Wednesday, and it's. I think it's finally hit me today. Uh, but no, I, you, you watched me last night. I was. I had a few glasses of wine, didn't I? But I was relatively restrained. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I messaged you before, didn't I, and said, look, don't let me drink too much tonight because we've got this Q&A at 9.45 and I want to be kind of ready for it. And you failed instantly because I came straight in and had a, had a glass of wine. But I mean, I told you off and then you took the bottle and, and just poured it in front of my face and yeah. drank it. The more you tell me off, the more I just want to want to go against it. I don't know why I, don't know why I sent you that message originally. Um, but it's your, it's your, technically it's your day off today. It's your birthday as well. Have you got, have you got plans? What are you up to? We're going out for lunch. Lovely. Yeah. They're going out for dinner with the kids later, which would be lovely. So, day off cooking. Lovely. And we've got <laughs> loads of questions to answer as well. Uh, yeah, but I mean, dedication. This is Sam's dedication to the Q&A uh, coming on here at 9.45 after the Football Content Awards to do this. Uh, can't miss a Q&A, to... Az. Can't miss a Q&A. We, we do love the Q&As, don't we? Uh, <laughs> just before we do the Q&A, I just want to talk about So Rare. Um, so Rare is starting up uh, probably this week. Uh, Fantasy Scout partnered with them uh, this year. If you don't know what So Rare is, uh, So Rare is essentially it's a bit like FIFA Ultimate Team meets Five Aside. Uh, you basically buy cards uh, that you want to put in your in your squad, and then you uh, compete against other managers, and you can win more cards in in the kind of the same way. Uh, the cards are worth actual money. There's a limited amount of cards. Um, as well they exist on what's called the blockchain uh, and if you're interested in that kind of collection and purchasing and trading and all that kind of stuff then it's quite an exciting new game it's fully licensed by loads of uh, actual uh, clubs um, you know prop- properly licensed Griezmann is, is really into it as well uh, he's always around sort of on his leaderboard trading cards and all that kind of stuff uh, and Fantasy Scout have actually got a, a tournament at the moment it's, well, it's called the Academy, and it's basically a free-to-play version of So Rare. So if you're interested in, in that, look at the link in the description. Join the So Rare Academy. You get some free cards. You can enter the tournament, and you can win some actual cards uh, to go on as well. Also, there's a tweet uh, which exists until I think about 11.30 today uh, where you can win, um, potentially win a free card if you retweet it. And some of the cards given out have been worth 600 euros, 400 euros, 175 euros. So there is some serious money to be made. Uh, in this and a lot of people like this kind of collection nft business so yeah get involved in that if you're interested right game week eight let's do this 
we got some good questions uh, across Twitter and from and from the Scout site. Uh, let's start with a nice easy one for you, Sam. Uh, Sharon Sunley, should we consider Kane this game week? Right, here we go with my... If you've watched the FPL show already from this week, then sorry, but I'm going to spurt the same rhetoric again. I actually think that Kane will have a really good game this weekend. I've just got the feeling that he might do all right. And at 5% owned, the problem, the problem I have with him is that obviously he's 12.1 million. So you're going to have to sacrifice like Lukaku or Ronaldo or Salah in order to have him. And I'm not sure you can really... It's a punt, isn't it? Mm. It's, it would be a punt on Kane. I do think he will have a good game this weekend. I do think he'll score this weekend. But I also think Sun will score this weekend. I think it's easier to get him. It's, it's a big old punt, isn't it? And he hasn't really shown any signs of, of doing it. I mean, it's, well, <clears throat> it's, it's got nine points this season. The underlying stats <laughs> have improved dramatically. If you look at the first three game weeks and then the last four game weeks, there is a massive difference in, in what he's been doing. But it hasn't yet changed into goals and FPL points. Mm. So you would be... You'd be going early in the hope that you get it right. And I do think it's coming with him. And Newcastle, with their defensive struggles, is a good opportunity for it to come for him. But I just don't really know that you can take a punt at 12.1 million. You know, if it was like, if somebody had said to me, sure, we have to take, take a punt on Lucas Mora, then I'd be a bit more like, well, yeah, sure. Because it's, it's not going to, mm. you're not sacrificing anyone else major. But for Kane, the sacrifices are huge that you'd have to make across the rest of the team. I think like FPL scoped in the chat says Ken over Lukaku this week isn't too wild, but over the next five, yes, it exactly. Is. I mean, Kane You're has Newcastle. Really do... Yeah, so I was going to say Ken has Newcastle, then West Ham, then Man United, then Everton, and then you go on a good run: Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich. But yeah, Luka- that, Lukaku's run is so good. My feeling is that for the next couple of game weeks, you wouldn't want Kane, but then game week sort of twelve to thirteen. There's a really lovely fixture swing for Spurs then. So my view on Kane is that you just wait. And if he does get it together, which I think he will at some point, it's just when it happens, then you hit him for that nice fixture run at that point. But I don't think you can do it now. I think you could have a punt on Sun this week if you've got some money to spare because he's not that hard to get to depending upon your team layout. But Kane's really difficult to get to. Can you see yourself with Kane in the next sort of five, six weeks? I think I could see myself with Kane from about game week. So I'm going to the Spurs-Leeds game, Mm. um, which is the start of our nice run. And I could see myself, if we see something from him over the next few game weeks, I could see myself bringing him in for that period of time, particularly if over the next few weeks we don't see the Lukaku that we all hope we're going to see. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay, so original Wolves Eye We on FFS while we're on the Spurs train uh, talks about Son. Potential yeah. captain option this week. Yeah. I'm seeing a few wildcard teams taking a bit of a punt on him. He's surely the better option over Kane, at least now, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if you're going to invest in Spurs, you go Son, is is my opinion. Um, I do think he's a good differential captain this week. He's, he's on better form than um, Kane is. Um, he's got like, I think it's Two goals, three assists in all, in the last four games in all clubs, all competitions for club and country. Um, so actually, he is in quite good form. And he, although he played two games for South Korea, they were 
much earlier on in the week. So he'll be absolutely fine in terms of travel and all of that stuff. So his record against Newcastle is good as well. So yeah, I think he'll be a decent option this week. And if you're wildcarding, I I could see how you could maybe go with Kane, uh, go with Sun for this week, build a team with him in and then just downgrade him to one of the much, much cheaper options for that slightly dodgy-ish period of fixtures that Spurs have, knowing that then you've got the money to bring him back in for 13 onwards. Yep, absolutely. What about captaincy? Would you consider yeah, it on, I think on top? Could. Yeah, so I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because Salah is going to be so highly captained this week that if you don't captain Salah, you need to be very confident that the player that you do captain is going to perform well. And I think Sun fits into that category. So if you're looking for a differential captain or you are one of the 40% of the game that still doesn't have Salah, then I think Sun could work. Surely no one watching this video doesn't have Salah. That would Well, 40% of the game doesn't, which to me, I can't understand how it's still 40% of the game. No, I know. Well, let's assume 20% of them given up. And the other well, 20% yeah, are trying to be too clever. <laughs> the ones that have given up, surely you would have thought they'd have started this season with Salah. Yeah, I know. It is It is nuts, isn't it? You'd expect yeah. his ownership to be 80% or something. But... Yeah, I would. Yeah, no, it's really not. Uh, just to take some things from the chat. Uh, thanks to Dr. Malcolm and Joshua Tan, both saying that I look like Jack Whitehall. I'm very aware of the fact that I look like Jack Whitehall. I can't escape it. Um, but if he told you the story... like Jack Whitehall. No, it's, it's all right. Uh, he, he's a bit He's a bit camp. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I've got the campness of Jack Whitehall, and hopefully I'm a little bit stockier. A little bit what? Stockier. You know, he's quite he's quite lanky, isn't he? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I told you the story when I was a, when I was teaching at the uni. Um, I taught a class for a year, and at the end of the year they got me a card and it said Jack, and then blah blah blah. And they were like, "Oh, we didn't even know your real name. We just called you Jack because you look like Jack Whitehall." Like, yeah, cheers, brilliant. guys. <laughs> Utterly brilliant. Utterly. I'm going to call you Jack from now on. Yeah, every day. You won't, you won't, Let's you... say good morning to you. Good morning, Jack. You won't be the only one. Uh, so some other questions. We've got uh, Football Inc. He asked the same question as FPL Hambo on Twitter. Uh, Diaz or Cancelo? So it's that security of starts over potential explosiveness. Uh, which one would you go for if you were grabbing one of them? Is it even security of starts anymore, though, really? Because it was last year, definitely. But we've not seen any signs of Cancelo being rotated this year. Know that there's other options that he could bring in. Sinchenko's on his way back. Obviously, there's John Stones always waiting in the wing, but that's not really for that position. So in in my head, I'm kind of thinking, I just can't see it. I think he's a good option this year. He's more... Oh, I'm going to say something that I never think I thought I would Ooh. say. Pep is more... He's not quite as bad this year, is he, Pep? Like we're not quite seeing the... Tell that to Ferran Torres owners. Well, apart from him, but defensively, we're not seeing the same level of change that we normally would. Like with Pep last year, you'd have one of them and the only one you could really hang your hat on would be Diaz because there Mm. was always like the chance of Stones or Laporte. There was the the chance that Cancelo's in or Zinchenko's in. Even the Walker position wasn't solid. So there was all of this kind of rhetoric around changes and he did change it. But this season... In defence, they have been a much more solid unit. Oh, and funnily enough, they're really, really good at the back because mm. they're playing all together all the time. So why would he change it? I think Cancelo is a decent option. Yeah, well, Cancelo hasn't missed a single minute no, exactly. of the season so far. 
just don't see him as a rotation risk anymore. No, I, I, I think again, I think last season was his, his kind of breakout season in, into the team, yeah. sort of establishing himself. He missed a couple of games, but he really did make himself such an important part of how City play yeah. football, right? Because he, he does, he does the dropping into midfield that he does. Yeah. He does it better than anyone else that, that can. I mean, Zinchenko's there. Zinchenko's got a few injury doubts about him. We might see Zinchenko come in, but then Cancelo can always go up and, and take Walker's place. Exactly. That's that's the beauty of him. I, I think Cancelo over Diaz is is the one. I, I, I really do. I really do. I, I'm I'm on the wild card. I've got Cancelo. I think the double up can work as well because the, the yep. underlying stats are so good for City. But yeah, I think if you're picking one, just be a bit brave. Be a bit brave and go for I Cancelo. Guess the extra point two now might be an issue for some. Like the fact you that Cancelo's had those couple of price rises might put him out of reach of a couple of some FPL managers, depending upon how you're structuring your team. So if mm. you can't afford to go Cancelo, then Diaz. Still think Diaz is a good option. He's just not necessarily going to offer you the same level of attack that Cancelo will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Elnatan Sosnovic. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, I'm thinking of getting an Arsenal mid or a Palace mid as a bit of a differential. What are your thoughts? So I guess Arsenal, you've got. Odegaard, Saka, Smith Rowe, and for Palace you've got Zaha, Gallagher. Any of those? Do you like? Do you like any of those? Would you yeah. consider getting any of those in? Gallagher is on my list of players I'm lusting over slightly because lusting over. Well, oh, I just think that the <laughs> yeah, I think the fixtures are. You tell I went out last night. I'm a bit yeah. like, um, I think the fixtures and uh, fixtures are really nice for Crystal Palace. So you look at the fixtures, and apart from the Arsenal game this weekend, which is the Vieira derby. So both sides are really up for it. Could Anything could happen. And then the Man City game, which I think they've got in game 10. The fixtures are really lovely and there's plenty of opportunity there. And having watched Gallagher this season, the only thing that puts me off is his finishing, which has not been there yet. But the more game time he gets, surely that will, that will, come because he's getting enough opportunities he's getting in all the right positions and at the price point he is I think he's really good value so I do like him I prefer him over Zahar just because of the price stuff and I just don't really trust Zahar after years of Zahar trolling me regularly every time I own him from an Arsenal perspective I think it's between Saka and Smith Rowe for me I don't think I'd be going out of guard but I like Smith Rowe because of his price point I think he's really nicely priced he seems to be Arteta's favourite when it comes to picking that team. I mean, he leaves Pepe on the bench to play him. Like, he's been really good, really impressive. And I, what I like about him is that he is proper fired up all the time. Like, mm. you can tell he really wants to... He's one of those players that wants to play and wants to do well and gives his all every game. If you've got the extra money to go Saka, then, yeah, probably a little bit more safe, probably a little bit more potential for more attacking returns. But nothing wrong with Smith Rowe I think he'll get you plenty of points this season I think Smith Rowe is 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 the perfect fifth mid whereas Saka yeah. is the perfect fourth mid I think yeah. if, I, if I was going with an Arsenal player you know and and intending to play them every week I would just pay the extra and get Saka but I, I do really like Smith Rowe I mean he's only he's only um he's only benched in one game uh game four against Norwich not the best game for him to, him to be benched but he's he's played 90 in most games he played 60 against Burnley 87 against Spurs got a goal and assist in that game as well, Thanks so he reminded me. Yeah, sorry. Uh, he started the season really, really strong. Uh, I, I think he's great. I think you know, last season we had um, uh, Suchek at, at five, and he was yeah. a lot of people's got sort of fifth, fifth mid. I've got Smith Rowe in at five three, and I intend to use him in the kind of the same way. He'll, he'll kind of come in and out of my team as and when I need him. Nothing he's, wrong with him. Nothing wrong with him at all. No. no. Lead, leadership. He's got 
faith of, of, of the manager. He's cheap. His, yep. his stats are good. No, nothing not to like at all. Um, actually, that leads us quite nicely on to a question from uh, da, 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 FPL Horesia, who says, 8 out of 10 of the most transferred mids this week are 8 million or below. Why are we still assuming three premiums is no good and pumping cash into defence? So assuming that you know we can get all these midfielders now for really cheap, your Smith Rose, your Townsends, all these guys, yet everyone is, like myself, is, is pushing money into defence, but people are losing faith in like a Ronaldo, Lukaku, Salah, not going for Son, not going for Kane. Would you be putting your money in defence at this stage or would you, do you think that there is a case for, for having a couple of premiums? It's the captaincy, isn't it? That's, that's what's getting me. It's just Salah or Lukaku every week for the next sort of indefinite period yeah i maybe i'm maybe i'm a bit against the grain here but i've still got two cheap defenders and i'm not 100 sure i can see myself changing that anytime soon because i do like the other players that i have around so it means i've got a team with like lukaku jimenez and antonio still up top i'm not sure about antonio staying but he's still there for now and then in the midfield, I've got Salah. I've bought in Foden this week. I've got Trent at the back. But, you know, there's... And I've got a Chelsea defender. I don't yet have a City defender, which might be a problem. But just have to... Kind of everyone. So I can't make that many changes this week. So I'm but I'm still looking at my team thinking, I think that there is scope to not go fully at the back. You know, we've seen with Brighton this season how solid they've been defensively. There's been plenty of really good defensive units that aren't going to cost you six million so I think there is scope to not push it back and to have three premium options across the rest of the pitch and it not be terrible because mm. I think that's the fear isn't it people's like one of my issues this week was well everyone's going double city defense a Chelsea defender and Trent and then it's like well actually for me to do that I've got to sell one of my big hitters and in the back of my head I'm also thinking longer term I would like to have invested in Sun or in Kane probably because it's me and at some point they'll come good but there's also other players that like the Manchester City for midfielders if one of them starts banging you're going to want them as well like, particularly if it's KDB like if KDB starts going mental you can't have this massive defense we're gonna to have to start taking some money back out so I'm caught being cautious with putting too much money in one place because it particularly if you've already wildcard because it restricts you it, moving forward yeah it does and, and you know historically we, we see this we, we've seen this before with with suddenly thinking that we need to put loads of money in defense and then it mm. and then we see other players emerging I, I don't know how long this mid-price bracket is really gonna is gonna carry on like I do I do worry that if we fill our teams with 5.5 and 6 million mids when we do want to start moving out and especially if we're using a wild card we're going to find it really hard to be able to get these 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 premiums in particularly when you look at like Everton so at some point Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison are going to come back and then what does that mean for Decore Gray and Townsend because mm. at the moment they're brilliant and it's I've got Damari Gray and but you would think that when Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin come back that's going to affect all of their positioning on the pitch it's going to mean probably Decore slightly deeper then you're probably not going to want to own him it might mean the other two move out slightly wide it might limit minutes so there's kind of all of that stuff that comes into play doesn't it when you're owning those kind of cheaper players plus you know what happens if I don't think they will but if Arsenal suddenly take another turn for the worst again then do you want Smith Rowe and then where where are you going from him so you just have to balance it and so for me that means keeping money in every position because it means I can be flexible and I can move around whereas when you're heavily invested 
in the back or indeed up top or in midfield if you put all the money in one place it's really hard to move around without a yeah. wild card and if you've used it you're going to struggle yeah it is what about Ronaldo have you still got have you still got him never had him never had him oh, interesting which is quite a weird thing you've to dodged, say really, you've dodged some it? bullets then I hide behind the sofa a lot um, I basically pretend that Manchester United just don't exist at the moment um, because the two I have are watch well, I don't have any anymore but the two I had um, weren't doing anything anyway because I had Greenwood and Shaw they've both gone for me this week but you know you look at I don't think that Ronaldo doesn't score over the next few weeks so not owning Ronaldo is a worry to me but I think his potential to be outscored by Lukaku is there because Lukaku has the nicer fixtures. So it could be that Ronaldo gets one and Lukaku gets two. That's what I'm betting on over the next few weeks because I can't make my team have both of them if I want Salah and Trent and a City defender and a Chelsea defender. Like I just can't budget it. So. No, that's that's the thing is is that I I think Ronaldo will still, will still get a couple of goals, but will he get yeah, will he get enough goals to justify twelve point five million and someone who we're probably not going to captain? Yeah, I, I I'm not too I'm not too sure about that. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm I'm definitely getting rid of him. Is always, always the plan. Um, what are you ex- doing with him? Are you sending him to Lukaku? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to to me on on the wild card as well. Yeah, it's, it's it makes complete sense. If I wasn't on the wild card, I'm, I might be tempted to keep um, just for a bit because Salah's the obviously obvious captain this week. There might yeah, be yeah, other yeah. transfers I want to make. Leicester aren't amazing. Anyway, so I don't think like I'd need to make that move to Lukaku this week. And Brentford are a good side. But I think going forward, you, you want to make sure you've got Lukaku in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I had another question here, which is which I've now lost, which is typical. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex Hemmings in the chat. And also Constapelli on FFS uh, asking about Duffy's days and are they numbered now Lampton Now, this is, is one back. for you, this one. This is one for me. It's a very hard question to answer. Uh I mean, Lamptey, Potter has, has said that Lamptey is back and they're waiting for the time to get involved in, in the first team. I, I think he's a few weeks away from, from coming back into the first team still. I think he's still being integrated into, into training, anything like that. I would have said a few weeks ago that as soon as Lamptey comes in, we'll probably switch to Webster, Duffy, uh, Webster, Veltman and Dunk and then Kukurin okay. on the left. And that would mean Duffy is out. The more I think about it, the more I think. The more I think about, I don't think they can. He's been so good. Look at how good Brighton have been. I think. I think it could. I think it could be Veltman that that ends up on the bench if um if 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 if, if, if and when this happens, which you know would have been unthinkable. I think. I think a few weeks ago, but Duffy is offering so much in attack. Like yeah. he's, you know, the, the the shots he's having, the the performance he's got, the leadership he's he's demonstrating. His relationship with Dunk as well. His relationship with Dunk has together. always been good. He, he's like yeah. a kind of man reborn, and just to suddenly drop him now from the side, I think would be, yeah, I I don't think he's he's, he's going to do that. So Webster's still injured. So as long as Webster's injured, he's he's almost certainly going to play. There will be some doubts when Lamptey comes back into the side, but I do think Lamptey is still, he, he he's not ready for like regular ninety minutes. Uh, right, uh, right wing back. Not when it's taken so. He's been out for so long. No. You you don't take a player that's been out for. I, I mean, it feels like it's been nearly a year. It's been over I'm, a year. Has it? It's been over a year. Yeah. Was it get the Spurs game? Wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was something like that. It was something like that. Didn't he score and then get injured? Yeah, but he he kept he kept getting niggles. He you know right from the start he would he would play well for like a game, didn't he? And then went again. Yeah, he was like constantly yellow flagged, and then in the end they just said right, you're going off and having surgery. And the thing is that you know when you've had surgery and you first come back, you don't ever see a player come back and go right, bang, I'm in for ninety minutes every game like they'll come back in he'll do 30 minutes here he'll do 20 minutes there and maybe actually the 30 minutes and the 20 minutes that he does will give us a bit more of an indication as to which which Brighton player is it that he sacrifices to give Lamptey those minutes that might help us out yeah I I would be very surprised if Duffy didn't start the next five or six games at least Mm. and then even from then I still think He's 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 gonna he's gonna carry on playing. Uh, it's just if his performance levels drop. I think if, yeah. if Brighton suddenly do do start conceding goals, then I think there might be a bit of a shake up. Lamptey might come in. You know, we might see Byrne playing a bit more if, if he's back. But for now, I think Duffy is is safe. And if you're pay, if it's still like four point three, four point four, I still think he's he's the best option around that price, along with Liveramento. Yeah. I think Duffy and Liveramento are just absolute gifts at, at yeah, you know, four point two and four point three. Uh, so yeah, still really like him. Uh, Leonidas 349 Mason Mount he is actually someone that I'm considering he is me too his underlying stats are decent he hasn't played a lot of minutes I worry a little bit about the fact that Kovacic Jorginho and Kante is looking like quite a good three at the moment yeah but Tuchel's comments about Mount and Lukaku and how I think they need him I think they need him Lukaku hasn't been hasn't really been delivering no. And I think that's that is largely in part because Mount isn't there. Yeah, I think they do too. I think um it'll be really interesting <clears> to <throat> see what what happens actually with, with the Mount thing. I think Mount will be Yeah, I think Mount will be a player that, you know, comes back and is is really important and we're gonna want to try and get him. And that again goes back to that question before, doesn't it, about budgets and where you spend it. Because if suddenly we see Mount this weekend doing really good things, then the next few Chelsea games, you may be going to want him. Yeah, he got he got two assists in his first two games against uh, Crystal Palace and Arsenal, uh, and then blanked against Liverpool, and then it's been a, a bit rough. Didn't play against Villa, forty five against Spurs, no minutes against City, twenty five minutes against Southampton. So a bit of a disrupted season for him. I mean, he played so much football before that, you know, going into the into the Euros and yeah. all of last season. So maybe a bit of a break. You know, I know it's an injury break, but maybe he did need a bit of a rest and recuperation what I need to be honest a bit of rest and recuperation <laughs> to, to get back on it I like him I, th- I think as, as a bit of a as a bit of a pun he's 8% owned I think a lot of people are going for Foden you know a lot of people have got Jota I think Mount is in that kind of bracket with the fixtures he's got where he could be a, a good pick he's one I'm watching definitely if he performs well this weekend then Jota to Mount will be definitely something that I, I look to do next week Jota to Mount yeah I like it uh, okay. Um, well, well, let's let's feed off that. So, so Cortez uh, on on the site asked about a Traore replacement, up to eight point one million. So that's effectively pretty much anyone. Uh, you know, anyone half decent at the moment, unless you're going into that, the premium uh, standard. Who who do you like? Do you say you bought in Foden this week? Well, there you go. Yeah. That's probably your answer then, right? That's my answer. Yeah, I am. Um, I was going to do it anyway. And I was all week, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do Greenwood to Foden. Don't like the Manchester United fixtures. I don't really like how Greenwood's been playing. I don't like Rashford coming back for Greenwood. So I wanted to replace him. And I was really like Foden. I really liked how he played against Liverpool. I really liked what he did for England as well. Like I just thought he he's on really good form. And I don't know. I just, 
I was quite sure. And then I started to doubt myself because it's pet midfielder. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. But the Torres news made me go, I'm going to get Foden because I think he's a bit more safe now. Yep. I'm getting Foden as well. Uh, he's injured. Yeah. The, the Torres news is, I mean, it, I guess it makes him more likely. What we're hoping is, is Foden plays false, false nine, false right? Nine. Yeah. <laughs> I won. Which which he does yeah. against, which he's been doing against the bigger sides. But I wonder yep. what he's going to do against the you know other players. I mean, against Burnley with the Champions I mean, League, he's going to get five. He's going to get five goals. You know that. It's yeah, going to be five, I, I hope five so. nil, and Foden's getting them all. Oh, that yeah, well, that that would be some story, wouldn't it? Just all yeah. the all the sharing of goals they normally get. And he said, no, all Foden, every single one. All Foden, Foden, <laughs> Foden, 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 Foden. Yeah, I mean Foden's versatile, right? He can play. He can play in any yeah. position in in that side. He showed for England. He can play yeah. even in central mid. Like type of role, uh, which which will help him. I, I guess there is some worries with the Champions League. He might get benched. He played 180 minutes for England. He could get benched playing yeah, the Champions League. Even if he gets benched, though, he's the sort of player he'll bring on. Hmm. And in half an hour against Burnley, he could still get five goals. Yeah, I can I can see why people are avoiding City. Midfield, I can like completely. Don't get me I wrong. I think it's a it's a good time to take a chance on a City midfielder. I think the next three games. I think so. Is a good opportunity to take a chance on a City midfielder and you can't really take a chance on De Bruyne because he's so expensive. Yeah. Mares is the most likely to be rotated of all of them, in my opinion. You could go Grealish, but I haven't yet seen enough from him in attack that makes me want to go there. But I've been so impressed with Foden. So I'm taking a chance. Yeah, me too. Grealish will get you the minutes, uh, <clears throat> but I just don't know about FPL-wise at the moment. Yeah. I had him at the start of the season. I've watched him. He's taken up good positions, but just not really. It's just not really clicking for him. Whereas Foden needs less minutes to get points. It's it's obvious. Like the yeah. the, the attacking potential he's got in that side is is unbelievable. Yeah. I just love to see him emerge as an FPL option. Like he's been yeah. knocking on the door for so many years now. Like, I agree. Why can't it just happen? Just, I think it will. This is the time as when we both own him. Just let him. Just let him. Just let him happen. <laughs> uh, okay. Our last question then is from uh, Gramandi uh, Curtis Jones. Do you have any strong thoughts on Curtis Jones on a wild card? He's started the last two, got a goal. Uh, yeah, but I think he started the last two because of injuries elsewhere. I don't think that. I don't think that when they've got five million, I don't think he'll get enough minutes over the course of the season. When you could go with, there are other four point fives who, if you just want a benching fifth, if you want a fifth midfielder, if that's what we're looking for here. There are four point fives who I think over the course of the season will get more regular points than Curtis Jones will. Is my honest answer. Interesting. Also, it locks you out of Liverpool, right? Like, yeah. if you if you want to get Jota in at some point, if you want to get a double up in defence, if another option emerges, you know, uh, Firmino somehow becomes a viable appeal option. He will again. at Christmas because Firmino's always for Christmas. Yeah, or Jota gets injured something like that. You might, you know, you want to take a punt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too fussed. Interesting one though. I, I do like these kind of like slightly left field. He's good. Like he played really well parts. the last couple of games. He's been really good, but. I just don't think it's the right moment. He'll, he'll keep he'll keep his place against Watford as well. So it, uh, again, he's he's a decent kind of like one week punt, but I think long term yeah. we'll probably long we'll probably regret well. it. Uh, oh, Nuclear Atoms is in the chat. Um, I did have a question from Nuclear Atoms that I will uh, I nearly forgot. Uh, more of a kind of a strategy question. Do you take any stock in the history of a fixture, 
Or is it all about current players and their current form? So, for example, you mentioned Son's record against Newcastle being half decent. Uh, there's some players who just always seem to score against certain clubs. Kane against Leicester. Kane against, I mean, Mane versus Palace beat the record yeah. this season. with Eight consecutive yeah. goals or something. Salah versus Watford. Salah versus Watford. Averages 11.5 points per match against Watford. I mean, that is obscene. So, yeah, I actually do listen. I do look at it and I do pay attention to it because it's something that you... You hear it in the interviews, don't you? When you watch Sky or BT, they talk about, they talk to the players about, you know, you've got a really good record against. And it psychologically, you you just know that Kane's going to score against Leicester. You just know that Mane's going to get a goal against Palace. Like, so it's not the be all and end all of my decision. Like if Matt, if Salah this week was in terrible form going into it, then I wouldn't think, oh, well, it's Watford. I must have him. But it's something that always I look at to back up if I'm tight on captaincy or if I'm tight on a transfer then I'll look at what happens it's weird though isn't it like I know you say about the psychology but like you, you think you've got different managers there different tactics you it's know, always I'm, the same though isn't it but it, it, there, is, there, there is something in it which yeah I, I, I never really understand it, it probably is a psychological thing but you also think maybe the defence would be more psychologically like right let's not let Kane score in this game like we know he's going to be up for it let's you know or they go oh my god it's Kane oh no against- not Kane yeah. again not Kane against, against us yeah it is it is strange I guess also the flip side of it is we don't really talk about players who, who well we do talk about them a bit but players who have poor records against certain clubs and just can't seem to score against yep. them yeah um, yeah I, I can't help it if, if I'm looking at a captain and I see they've got a poor record against a certain club it, it genuinely yeah. does make me consider it and me I, too. I'm not sure it's the best way to play I think going with player and, and team form and fixture and all that mm. stuff is still optimal way yeah. to play but yeah these, these kind of weird little curses and hoodoos and stuff they, they do plan, <laughs> they do plan your mind a bit yeah they do me too yep uh, oh, yeah, Z- Oz Spike, yeah, Zaha versus Brighton, yeah, thank you for reminding me. He always, <laughs> always scores against us, every game, it's just a given. We're 1-0 down yeah. in every match we play against against Palace. Uh, right, Sam, thank you so much. I'm going to go off and find a Lemsip. Uh, you're going to go off and enjoy your birthday. <laughs> I'm going to go and enjoy my birthday, yeah. Open Absolutely. some presents. Yes, open- oh, you've got some presents, that's nice. Yeah, I got the new Spurs third kit, uh, uh, the the Galaxy kit, the away kit. Oh, that is very. So you'll see me on Sunday rocking my new kit. Oh, look forward to it. <laughs> look forward to it. We'll have a lovely birthday. Thank you, everyone, hey, for watching and for all your questions, and we will see you next week.